God said to me, God tells me this. It has to be based on the word of God. If it's not on the word of God, throw it away. Uh, I was trying to get to, but I can't get there yet. Because the Lord still wants us to, to fine-tune us, to rub off some of those rough edges, those things that has gotten down in our spirits, and we didn't even know it was getting down. That's why you need discerning. You see, where I came from, Pentecost, years ago, they had the gifts of the spirits and all this manifestation of the spirit. Right now, in the age you're living in right now, you don't have it. It's money, material things, carnality, show. See, the uh, church say, go back 50 years, 40 years or so, somewhere around there. Compared to today, you have a lot of people sometimes go to church, but they have not really knew, know what God uh, is all about, what God is saying. They don't know why they're going. Some just go because, well, I want to escape the uh, tribulation and I want to escape I don't want to go to hell, I want to go to heaven. And really, really, we don't understand uh, because we are not taught and instructed. And therefore, God is not first in our lives. And we need to get real serious. And I want you all to pay attention. I said that Sunday morning. Look at the preacher when he's preaching. Look. See? Gird up the loins of your mind. See? Because your mind is... Very valuable, but it will wander and you miss. So remember the five senses, seeing, hearing, got to use your eyes, look up here. Seeing, hearing, tasting, smelling, feeling. Five senses to the body, five senses to the spirit man. Okay, five senses, and if you don't use it, you will be, um, you will be deceived. Now, we're living in an age of deception. You deceive and you don't even know you're deceived. You are missing it and you don't even know you're missing it. You want to go to heaven, you want to be in the kingdom, but you don't know you are going down the wrong lane or the wrong road. You believe that because you go to church or you sing or shout, that means you're ready. But there's a lot between here and the kingdom. There's a lot of work. That has to be done in our lives. A lot of work. Now you, how are you going to know? By the word of God. See it's by the word of God. And somebody has to tell you. Otherwise. Everybody would be deceived. See. Not only would you be deceived. But your love for God. Walks cold. Why? Because of iniquity. Shall abound. You know what iniquity is? Just somebody put something in your spirit, a little gossip, a little word, and turn you. And before you know it, you don't love God or the church as much as you used to. That's all it takes. One person to say something to you. And you begin to, mm, I don't, I'm feeling different. 
and you don't know what's getting a hold of you, you need a spiritual hospital. Emergency. You need someone that knows and understands the word of God to get down in your spirit. One on one. And show you. Otherwise that spirit increase. And lead you away from God. That's what deception is. See and. Because. Uh, because we don't read the Bible much. And we don't. Even if we read it. We don't understand it. And when someone. Like if I get up here. And I start preaching. God said. And God said. What are you going to get? You're not going to get very much. <laughs> That's not the way you do it all. You've got to stand here and teach. Jesus sat down many times and taught the people. Is that the way you teach school, your class? Don't you just stand there and you show them and you write and make sure they get it? Otherwise, they never go to college, university. And the same thing for the church. That's why we don't graduate. And we don't go anywhere because we don't know how, what God gave to the church. See, out there you have professors and you have uh, many uh, teachers and whatever. But in the church you have, we touched that, five-fold ministry. Now remember, it's not the ministers that gave themselves to the church. But it was Jesus. Jesus gave the ministry to the church. Apostles, let's, let's say that. Apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers. Why? Oh, for the perfection of the saints. So in other words, you've got to get out of that imperfect state into a perfect state before you die. How are you going to do it? Through a ministry. You cannot do it by yourself. You can fast and pray and sing and shout. That's not the order of God. That is not the way God um, designed it. And God is not going to change. God has a pattern. Amen. He has an order. No more than God is going to change the sun or the moon or the stars for you and I. Whether you like it or not, the sun is still the sun. Still right there tomorrow. Next year, if the Lord taught, whatever, it's still going to be there. The same thing goes for a church. God is not going to change your church because you don't like it. Or you have another idea. You don't like it. You're lost. That's all. I don't like it. I'm lost. But the word of God still stands. Although heaven and earth passed away. Did you know that Christians have been persecuted. Burned to the state. All kind of stuff happened to them. Men trying to stop the word of God. But they couldn't stop it. It still stands. That's why you have the word here. You don't know what you have. And you and I might not want the word of God. You and I might miss the word of God. But have you ever read Revelations? Where there's a number. That nobody can number. 
it that shows you that there's going to be a lot of people. But a lot of them have to go through the tribulation, Revelation 7. Because they will not change or come to perfection under the normal way that God has it. He gave to the church apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, or the perfection of the saints. But if I don't want that order, then God has another order. See, God allows me to go through the tribulation. But at the end of the tribulation, Revelation 7, we'll get to that. They already washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. That's what the ministry is to do right now. Right now is a washing period. You get your robes washed now. If, uh, uh, if we will judge ourselves, we will not be judged. And that's what the, the church is, is a judgment seat. There's no such thing as, I don't, you know, I don't get judged now. All of us, you judge yourself. When you hear the word of God, you said, Lord, that's me. I repent. Right there, you're judging yourself. Lord, that's me. I'm sorry. Otherwise, God allows me and he has another judgment. See, God has another judgment. You don't take it now. I don't take it now. I don't change now. God has another judgment. So, Jesus tell us in Matthew 24. Matthew chapter 24. Okay, and I'm not... Uh, let me just go on here a little bit. Because I'm heading over into Ephesians. For... Uh, uh, let, me, let me see. Verse 21. For then shall the king... For then shall be great tribulation. Such as was not since the world begun... Uh, the beginning of the world to this time nor no nor ever shall be now verse 22 says but uh, except look at that read that except those days should be shortened see what's going on except those days should be shortened notice it notice there should no flesh be saved. So you can't just sit back and say. I got it made. No. We need God on our side. See God has to rescue us. Come to our aid. Unless those days should be shortened. No flesh. Should be. Saved. Is that clear? That means you. Me. It doesn't matter how much you shout. No flesh. Would be saved. But for, here's a reason now. Here's a reason for the ministry. Here's the work that the ministry has to do. But, see that word but? But for the elect's sake. But for who? Now you've got to know whether you're an elect or not. And God's not going to change it. Well, I don't know. God is not going to change it. God is going to have the fulfillment of his word. But. For the elect's sake. What happened? So. God is going to work a tremendous miracle. Because of the sake. The, uh, the sake of the elect. In favor of the elect. 
to shorten those days, otherwise no flesh would be saved. The deception and the working of Satan will be so strong that no flesh would be saved. Next verse says, no, but, but don't no, notice here the deception. Don't notice here the deception now. Okay? But if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ. Say, I got him. Okay. Lo, here is Christ. Say, come here. I, I want to tell you where Christ is. Christ is not over there. It's not in that church. Ah, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. I have experience. I know. I, 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 I'm going to show you Christ. Let's have a little prayer meeting. Just invite me over your house. Let's get together secretly. Let me call you on the phone. I want to talk to you. I want to show you where Christ is. Christ is not in that church. You're wasting your time. Oh, I know where Christ is. The deception will be so strong that only the love of God and faith in God will help you. But for the elect's sake. Then if any man shall say unto you. It's, it's all over. It's, 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 it's very. Not only men but women do that too. Say unto you. Deception comes from. Every source. Every color. Every area. You better listen to what I'm saying. Then if any man shall say unto you. No here is Christ. Oh. The church you're going not giving you enough. I got more revelation to give you. And you believe that. You drink the Kool-Aid. Lo here is Christ. Or there. What do you do? Believe it not. But no, 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 no. Oh, he's so good. She's so good. Wonderful. And you just drink it. You just swallow it. Are you listening? That's what deception is. That's how it starts. You... Believe everything you hear. I'm heading to show you the value of the ministry. He said what, what you should not believe it. 24. For there, no, no, notice the area, the time you're living in right now. We go around, we don't even know. You, you can have a false Christ. A false preacher, a false teacher, and you don't even know it. You could be listening to somebody that don't know what they're talking about God. Well, oh, they sing so beautiful. That's no qualification. Oh, they know all the script. That's no qualification. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets. And shall show great signs and wonders. Insomuch that if it were possible. <gasps> Wonderful. If it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Your only security is to be an elect. That's the only security you have. Is to be an elect of God. Oh yeah? Are you listening? 
25. Behold. Here now. Who's speaking? By the way, this is Jesus speaking. This is the Son of God speaking. That's not me. I'm only quoting what Jesus says. I'm reading what Jesus says. He says, Behold, I have told you before. <clears throat> See? He goes back and reminds them what he told them. He said, Remember what I told you. And that's the secret. Remember the word of God, otherwise you're deceived. Somebody can walk into a church, and before you know it, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You believe it. And you don't check it. And your spirit change. You don't have the right spirit. You don't feel good about the church anymore. You start to hide the church funny. Hide your pastor funny. You know what? Your spirit. Something got down in your spirit. And to go forward, you've got to get it out. Are you listening? Oh, yes. Hear what the word of God says. It's a, I got no notes. It's the Bible. Look, here's what it says. Wherefore, if they say, shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert. Go not forth. Never, don't be running all over from place to place wondering. Settle down in your church. Listen to the word of God. All these little meetings. Come on over here. These little texts and Zoom and meeting together secretly. Come over here Friday night. Nobody will know. Let's sneak a service in. But God knows. I said God knows. And God knows how to deal with you. Here's what it says. Wherefore if they shall say unto you. Behold he is in the desert. Go not forth. Behold he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. Believe it not. You've got to have a church or a pastor. That you can say pastor. That sister called me or that brother called me and tried to influence me against the church. I just want you to know that. But no, you just drink Kool-Aid. Oh, it must be wonderful. It's dangerous in the age we're living in. It's an age of deception. I'm going to show you. You don't, you don't hear a lot of prophecies. You don't hear a lot of stuff explained. You know, everything is, oh, we're going to go to heaven. Oh, everything beautiful. No, no, no. You've got to change your spirit. Look at me. You've got to change your spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? What the Bible says? Do you believe Jesus? This is Jesus' word. Should you want to cross it out? Or do you believe it? He goes on and says, For as the lightning, here's a sign. He said, You go there, if the lightning flash, you're going to see it. Go outside and lightning, you're going to see it. It's clear. If the, that's Jesus said it, as the lightning flash, you're going to see that. When the lightning flash, do you see that? Okay, so here's the sign. As for as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even to the west, we're in the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. You're gonna, it's, you're gonna see, you're gonna know if you are ready. If you're an elect. You know what? 50 years ago, they stopped preaching like this. That's why the church is so backslidden, so cold, and so much deception. People can walk in any church and just deceive 
and nobody even know what's going on. Because we're blinded because we're not taught the word of God. You hear a service, you jump and shout, but you don't know the secrets of the word. That's what locking. I was in a meeting lately and I told him. I said, you sing, you shout, you testify. You do all kind of stuff, but you do not make place for the word of God. Not this church, somewhere I was. I told him that. And they say, amen. Where's the place for the word of God? Where's the teaching? We need to get back to the Bible and teach the word of God. You say, well, I'm going to leave the church. You won't even have to leave. If it doesn't follow God, Jesus Christ will close it down. That's what he said. He said, repent or else I remove your candlestick. Somebody said the pastor closed the church. No, Jesus will close it for him. Oh, Jesus doesn't play. You're working for Christ. You're not saving yourself. It's Jesus that saved you. And you don't get to pick your preacher. Next verse says, For wheresoever the carcass is there, will the eagles be gathered together. Go on. Now, immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. Everything shall be shaken. But you know where safety is? Huh? In the kingdom. Everything shall be shaken except the kingdom of God. That's why you need the kingdom. 30. And notice what happened. Do you see the steps? Then he goes on now. Then shall appear. What? The sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And by the way, it's not a... You're going to see him right there with your natural life. No. It's a sign. And you're going to have to know, the church is going to have to know what is the sign of the coming of the Son of Man. The church is going to have to know that. Then shall appear the sign. These signs shall follow them that believe. The sign was the power of the Holy Ghost. So there's got to be a sign. Or you can say Jesus coming all you want to, but there's a sign. The first coming, there was a sign. The shepherds knew. Simeon knew. But everybody didn't know. Only a small group of people knew. Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes, that means everybody, of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And right away he said, 
Oh, it's the cloud that the airplane flying. That's no, 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 no. It's a cloud of witnesses. I don't have time for that, but that's what it is. And he shall send, notice what, he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together who? His elect. So, you've got to have a church that even tell you and you're sure that you are an elect. I'm not talking about just being a Christian now. You go to church. Because an elect is not just when I'm a Christian, I believe, I go to a sing and show. No. It's an, no. An elect is one that's already uh, be, uh, one that's brought to perfection. Wait, a pastor can't even preach to you. How are you going to make it? And you got stuff in your heart that you won't give it up. And you look and say, well, I keep it. I do what I want to do. I don't need you. Really? Really? You don't need the church. Jesus made a mistake. Shouldn't have given ministry to the church. The people don't need it. They can make perfection themselves. It's like the army get a bunch of guys and don't train them. I said, go fight for the USA. How silly that would be. So Jesus get a bunch of people of a, of a church without leaders. Chaos. And if I cannot follow the word of God now in the church, which is the judgment seat of Christ, I will never do it in the kingdom. Do you know why you and I, we're going through the church age period? It's to see if I'm a rebel. That's all. To see how rebellious I am. And God's not going to take the chance in putting me in the kingdom. Otherwise, he'll have another Lucifer. You know who Lucifer is? The devil. So God's very wise. That's why the church is the judgment seat of Christ. That's where you're judged now. And if you judge yourself now, you'll not be judged. So when the word of God is preached, you're being judged. I say, oh God, that's me. Really forgive me. That's what the church is. You see, God is not desperate. Because whether I'm there or not, whether he's going to have his number. I'm not doing it as a favor for God. It's God showing me mercy. You're not doing God favor when you clap your hands and shout. You're looking for a reward to be in the kingdom of God. But you know, a preacher make it believe that, well, God, God is waiting. So, oh, like God is poor. No, he's not. That's not true. That's why people don't change. Because they believe that God needs them so bad. That's not true. We need God. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds or from one end of heaven to the other. You're going to be gathered. The elect. The angels will do it. 
Now, now, then it goes on. Learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put it for leaves, you know that summer is nigh. It's giving you a clue of how close you are to the return of Christ. So likewise, ye. So Jesus guiding you, but if you're listening, but you're not listening. When you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the door. What is near? The signs of his coming. The return of Jesus Christ. Even at the door. Not talking about the door outside there. Is near even at the door. The door means, everybody look at me, listen to me. The door means, are you after a door? And the door opens, that means somebody's coming out of it. I remember John said, I saw a door open in heaven. When that door opened in heaven, that means it's coming out. It's not the door outside there. And likewise, he, next verse. Verily I say it, that word verily means true, that's unto you. Notice, notice this generation. A generation is about 40 years. Give and take a little more. Could be, there are three generations, by the way. There was a generation in Noah's day that was 120 years. There's a 70 years generation in Psalms and there's a 40 years generation. Now, according to biblical prophecy, the fig tree is a sign, Israel. But that's more than 40 years if you go by that since they became a nation again. May the 14, 1948. But even Going past 70. Somewhere down there. But So nobody knows. So it's close. It's so close. The second coming of Jesus Christ. That you better be praying and reading and seeking God. And getting spirits out. Because one sin cannot enter into the kingdom. And God's not going to judge because of how good you are. He's going to judge because of how obedient you are to the word. This generation shall not pass till all. My goodness. I don't know if we're the generation. But the way things are going. Let me, let me go on a little bit more. The way and the signs of the times. We are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're not. The coming of the Lord. And it's going to be suddenly. Oh yes he's coming. And he's not waiting for you. He's not waiting for me. He's not waiting for anybody. Because there's already an appointed day. Acts tells us. God tells us that he appointed a day in which he will judge the world by Christ. Very I said to you, this generation. A generation is 40 years. Shall not pass away. That means everybody live and die. 
till all these things be fulfilled. Then look how solid the word of God is. You see the heavens and the earth? God says it's easier for heaven and earth to pass away. That, that ought to make us think. He said heaven and earth shall pass away. Whether you preach it or not. This cannot pass away. Whether you believe it or not. Whether you love it or not. Whether this church believe it or not. That's why I stand there. Telling you, you can run after the world all you want to. Are you listening? Material things. You want more. Go ahead and take it. All of that stuff is going to pass away. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff is going to pass away. Everything you've got beside Christ is done. Parts that I count this world, but done. That I might win Christ. You've got to fight for Christ. Most powerful, heaven and hurt shall pass away. The thing that you hold on to, you can't give it up. You can't make a sacrifice for God. You can't pray. He said, God said, it's gone. That spirit that you won't let go, that long tongue that you won't pull in, that attitude, that hasty spirit, God's not going to take you in the kingdom with that. You've got to change. You've got to get down on your knees and ask God to cut off your long tongue. Get that bad spirit out of you. Change. Tell God you're carnal. Or you're worldly. You're lost for the world. Get on your knees at night and tell God, confess it. Don't call nobody and tell them. They'll talk about you. But you hold that to yourself to get down and say, oh God, I'm a long tongue gossiping. Bitter. I cause a lot of trouble in church. I don't go to church. I'm backslidden. I'm cold. I'm dead. But you ought to tell God that. Wake me up. Tell God to wake me up. Hey, where is the fire? Where is the fire that you used to have? You sing, but there's no fire. You shout and preach and testify. But where is the fire? Are you listening? Where is the fire? When you can't even clap your hands. You can't even shout. You can't even raise your hands up. Unless the preacher tells you, where is the fire of God? When last have you testified to somebody without gossiping? And invite them to church. How many people have you invited in the past year to church and, and look around? You know why they don't come? You know why? Because you're just like them sometimes. You eat in the week and you carry on like that. You think they're going to come Sunday? God needs some men and women that will separate themselves. We are too close to the world. As long as you're close to the world, you never see the sign of his coming. And by the way, I didn't write the book. Let me remind you. Heaven and earth. Shall, that's serious stuff. Shall pass away. But my words. Shall not pass. That's why your safety is hiding the word in you. Getting the word of God inside of you. 
You know why you shake? Because you don't have the word. You listen to somebody else. How long have you been saved? How long have you been going to church? And you're still like that, shaking. You know why? Because you got your eyes in men. But you get your eyes in the Bible and see you how solid you will be. Are you listening now? You've got to get your eyes off personality. Off men. If you don't, whether you're young or old, you know, old men lusting. Old women lusting. Amen. Amen. Instead of getting thirsty for Jesus. Oh, it's, all, it's so quiet here. Am I, am I in church still? Hmm? Am I in church still? Are you in church? Do you love the church? You ought to be able to, this message, what God telling and what Jesus telling, that you ought to smell a wolf a mile away. A lot of us don't know. We, we call wolves apostles. <laughs> we call wolves pastors. What does a wolf do? Now, now, if this thing belonged to me, are you listening? If this thing belonged to me, come here, come here, brother Andre. It's more man stuff. Hurry, brother. This thing belonged to me, right? It's mine. Watch this. That's mine. That's mine. Don't touch it. But go ahead and you go ahead and you didn't listen to me. You took it. What happened? What what is that? That's stealing. And you not only steal money, you can steal reputation, but you can also steal members. Church members. If I'm the pastor and you try to steal somebody from me by influencing them, what do you call that? Oh, you didn't say that. You didn't say that right. You you swallow that. Oh, what do you call that? I say it louder. What do you call that? And is that a sin? Iniquity. Give me back my basket, brother. <laughs> well, you under, I, I, an important demonstration I'm trying to show you. Somebody can steal your heart away from God. Away from the church. And before you know it, you're confused. And the Bible said, see that you be not deceived. And you come to church, when anybody is happy... You're dead and dry and cold. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Next verse. 
But of that day, notice, and hour, no, no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. That the day of the Lord is coming. Go on quickly. But as the days, then he goes on in the days of Noah, were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. You won't know unless you're in church and be taught. And have your eyes open. That's the only way you know. You don't. You won't know by running from house to house, little house meetings. You know, people don't like to hear that, but is it true? The days before the flood, there were notice eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the heart. Next verse. And knew not. You know why they didn't know? Because they didn't look at the word. They didn't want to hear. They didn't listen to Noah. Noah preached for 120 years. And they wouldn't listen. How long has the gospel been preaching? 2,000 years. How many listening? Go out there. Look around you. You preach your heart out to church. Many not listening. But if somebody come to church. Boom. They're ready to run after that. Because they're unstable. They don't know what they want. But you've got to get to the place where you want Jesus. Are you listening? Only Je Are you on the Lord's side? Who's on the Lord's side? My God, people in church all their life, and just any little thing shake them. You should be like a tree. Planted. Nobody can root you up. Amen. Every little thing you root it up. Every little thing shake you believe is God. Ask your pastor. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. Just like how many people entered into their heart. Not very many. The same thing goes in the kingdom. In this age. There's going to be a lot of people in the kingdom. But the age we're living in right now. Then goes on. Two shall be in the field. And one shall be taken. Another left. Read on. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. One shall be taken. Another left. Go on. Watch. This where is coming. See how I go for all that to see. Here's that word. You see that little word? What does it say? Watch therefore. Everybody say it after me. Watch therefore. How do you watch? In the word. And you look at the watchman. The watchman looking in the word and seeing where God is going, what God is doing. Watch. It's not television or your, your Facebook. You don't find God like that. You watch in the word. Well, I got to look at my favorite Facebook uh, preacher. Who's your favorite Facebook preacher? God never gave you a Facebook preacher. God gave you apostles, prophets. And so on for your perfection. And if you've never seen a Facebook preacher, if you stay in the word of God, you'll be saved. 
Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doing come. Why? Because they're ignorant. They don't know the word of God. There's no revelation. Though they go to church. Go on quickly. But know this. How many verses left? That if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come. You see that? If they knew like Joni the, guy, the man knows that what time the thief was going to come, what would he do? He would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken. You know what? You, do you know how a thief operates? They don't get on the phone and says, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Brown, that's just a name. I'm going to break, break into your house tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Make sure you're not home. Is that the way they do it? No. On the coming of Christ, you don't know it's secret. So that's why you need a ministry to keep you alert and awake. Otherwise, you'll be a foolish virgin. But know this. Is that verse? Therefore, be also ready. Be ready. Are you getting ready? Tonight, I'm trying to help you to start getting ready. I've been here for 20-something years trying to make you get ready. And I was heading several ways. The Lord lead me this way. And I'm trying to get over in Ephesians, but time is against me, to show you the purpose of the ministry for the perfecting of the saints. So you can be presented to God perfect and complete. You can't do it by yourself. You said, I can. Then God, God, wouldn't you say, maybe, not being irreverent, would have made a mistake because he didn't have to die. You could do it yourself. Oh, you didn't have to go to school to get education. You could stay home. No teachers. Just read a book by yourself. Therefore, be also ready. How do you get ready? Wash their robes and made it white. They put on a wedding garment. You know why there's foolish virgin? They did not have anybody to show them the wedding garment. And they tried it themselves. For in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Ah, see that? Obedient now, faithful and wise. What? Let's watch that. Whom his Lord had made rulers over his household to give them what? What? Meat. Satisfy your hunger and keep you alive. You know why they didn't understand God? Because they're starving to death spiritually. And the church today is starving. This is the meat. And somebody got to break it and cut it and slice it and give it to you. And when you don't come to church once in a while and you're lazy, you're out of your bed, lay down, go ahead. You're going to die between those bed sheets and go to hell if you don't change. You got to get up over your bed. You can get up and go to work, but you can't get up and go to church. You see the difference? Something is wrong with your spirit. You have more joy going to work than you have coming to church or going to church. And you're going to be in the kingdom of God. 
Oh no, you're not going to be. I'm not going to be if I have that spirit. Jesus Christ is coming back for a blood-washed church that's on fire, that's alive, that's got the Holy Ghost on fire burning. Hallelujah. That's what he's coming back for. He's not going to take a bride or a church that's cold, dead, dry, lukewarm, barely make it. You don't have enough love of God and that's why people are deceived because they stay away from the word of God too much. You don't go to church. You don't read the Bible. You don't, you don't talk. My God, come on. It's time to love God again. Blessed is that servant. You see what the blessing is? The servant. That's all we are. Whom is Lord when he cometh shall so find what? Doing, giving meat. I'm trying to break out. You know what meat is? Giving meat when? In due season. That means it's the right time meal. Okay? I'm not giving you a piece of bologna sandwich when it should be a steak sandwich. And a lot of churches, Tatiana is giving the, the church hot dogs. Chips. Nothing wrong with those. But you got to get meat. That means the right now revelation of God for today. Like tonight's supper. Wasn't supper good tonight? Hmm? Wasn't supper good tonight? You like it? And he doesn't care. He fixed the stew like God wants him and not like the way the church wants him to. He doesn't care if they get mad at him. He's not preaching for favor. He's preaching to drive the devil back out of the church. Oh, Jesus. That's why you preach. Not for favor. But shake the kingdom of the devil. These signs shall follow them that believe. You cast out devils. Tell the devil he's a liar. He can have every church if he want to, but not this one. When you come to your door, tell go 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 on down the next door. You're at the wrong door. Come on, it's time for you to love God. Carnal, fleshly, don't you, you, you go and you eat it over and over and over. You go in, but it doesn't satisfy, does it? But one touch of Jesus Christ in your life. You go out shouting. You won't go out mad and hurry through the church. But you'll have the joy. Glory to the you that he shall make him what is going to happen. Huh? You, want to, you want to rule? Shall make him rule over all his goods. He said, I don't like being alone. I don't like to pray. Bow, mama said, get down on your knee and pray. You're not alone. Look at your reward. He's going to make you rulers. Over all his possession. And if that evil, here's what happened. <clears throat> Not the pastor said, if that evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delayed his coming. That's what they were saying. And shall begin to smite his fellow servants. You know what I mean? You smite them with your tongue. 
gossip, conniving, backbiting, backdoor deal, phone calls behind. You're treated good, but you reward evil. Oh, you ain't saying nothing about that, do you? Huh? You're being treated right, but you reward evil. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You're, you're being treated right, but you reward evil. Out of the heart of a good man, proceed good things. Anything that would turn you against the church or your pastor is evil. Amen. E V I L evil. Huh. Watch out for evil people. Well, that's my friend. You you shouldn't friend with somebody that's evil. Or even talk on the phone. Whether it is a man or a woman, they're evil. Would you say? I don't. I don't like to work. I don't work. Why? I don't work. I don't work, and I hide behind religion. Oh, I, I'd like to work, but I have to to fast. <laughs> Many men work and fast and pray. Well, I shouldn't have kids. I like when the church is so quiet. And it's beautiful when it's quiet. So beautiful. The Lord said, if a man will not work, that include a woman too. In some ways. Let me clarify that. Some ways, because sometimes a husband can tell his wife not to work. If I tell my wife not to work, she laugh at me. So not, that's the one I'm saying. But a man should work. Well, you see, I can't work because my big toe. As soon as that big toe is better, go to work. Well, I can. I'm preaching the gospel. I preach the gospel and clean cars for nine years. I did. I went and learned detailing. I made a lot of money that way. It's quick money. I went to church and preach. Amen. When, when God bless you and prosper you where you can afford to. When I came here, Sister Angie will tell you, I work at Pastor Farms till my fingers froze in the ice. Remember Angie? I did. I did, brother. You know Pastor Farms, they put me in a freezer. Until, I was there until 
for, for a long time until the supervisor said, are you still here? Felt sorry and took me out. They left me there. Every night. And you know what? You had to take up four chickens, two in one and two, and dump it. Otherwise, you're slow. Oh, I know what it means. Just, just, just start a church. Save a church. Nobody gave me anything. I work. Only Angie was here with me, I think. Nobody else. She'll tell you. So I went the night, Brother Clifford, to help me. After service, I'm gone to work. Right. Nobody helped me. Whether it's fasting or praying or not. This is a modern world. Wake up. I said, wake up. All of this nonsense. I'm not trying to produce any holy men or holy women. I just want to produce some elect. Are you listening now? Some elect. That will listen to the word of God. See, there's nothing in the Bible that tells me that I've got to support you for four, five, six years. Nothing. Are you listening? Nothing. If I help you when you're down, five minutes after you get up, go get a job. And if you're too sick to get a job, you shouldn't be a busybody. Are you all looking at me like that? See, because I'm not afraid of anybody. Because somebody's going to tell the truth and be the church. I'm not here for personality or because I want you to like me. I'm the pastor of the church. You know, the pastor get the blame. He's not. He's mean. He did that. Why, God, I take out money, bought suit, buy clothes. Why, where did that? I, I, my wife give me, left my lunch, and I give it away every day almost. Where's my thanks? He's so pastor doesn't. God. It's one thing to be partial outside, but to be partial inside the church is terrible. Yeah. Well, I never see. Yeah, because you never seen a man of God that defends the church. You never. You leave. you know something, you know? I'm in the defense of the church. We are building a church. Because we want to be saved. Who is on the Lord's side? Not my side. But you know why there's a slothful spirit come over here? You know, you know, this? you can only praise God. You don't get nothing out. Because a different spirit came in this church. That's why you can't feel God. That's why you're saying, but you don't feel God. A different spirit. I'm trying to drive out that spirit out of your minds. Where you get back to God. Get back to God. Well, if you preach to me, I'll backslide. You backslide and you if you don't get it out. You already backslide if you got bad spirits. I'm out reaching out for you to get your back. 
And maybe you might clap your hands again. Or maybe you might feel the fire again. Or maybe you might shout again. Maybe you might run around a bit. I said, glory! Because you've lost the heart of lifting up your hands and praising God. This church lost it. Something happened. Went on to this church. And you don't even know it. And you blame everybody else. Beside the source. Amen. See God called me to be a preacher. See God called me to be a preacher. And if it's one or two. You're better off getting two saved. Than a hundred bucks live. Let me begin to close. I didn't get to where I want to go. I wanted to tie this in with Ephesians. but Because the Lord showed me to go this way. Because God, God wanted to do something tremendous in this church. But he can't do it. With a bad spirit. Or with you just have evil spirit in your heart. You could fall anyway. God wants some genuine people that love him. Not two face. Amen. 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 When we get people come to this church, leave them to me. Okay? Leave them to the pastor. Don't you all anymore go lecturing them unless I ask you to. And advise them. If I want them to do something for you, I tell don't contact that person. And they go and contact the same person and say, don't do it. What do you call that? Disrespect. Oh, you shouldn't do that, pastor. Pastor lost his. When a pastor lose, that position that God gave him, the church is over. How do you run your home? How do you run your home? Somebody walk in, do whatever they want to do, and you can't say nothing? <laughs> Lord, what, what an impartial world. Let me close now. Okay, how many verses left? I'll pick it up Monday. I mean Sunday. How many verses left? Okay, go on quickly. I'll get to Ephesians because you you got to have Ephesians because... You have to hear Ephesians because it ties in to show you for your perfection and how to avoid deception. I was trying to get to it, but this is was. And shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkard. What does that mean? It's not the drunkard outside. It's the drunkard in the church. Uh, uh, be not drunk with wine where is excess. It's spiritually drunk. You begin to eat with them, the drunkard. Somebody that's drunk on themselves. And you begin to fellowship with them. And I'm knob. And hang out with them. And it's all about themselves. Me, my heart. And not about the church. That's a drunken man or a drunken woman. And you fellowship with them. You're eating and drinking with the drunkards. Yes. You think he's burst out? No, no. They're already lost. It's a drunkard in the church. Somebody come and put a spirit on you. And put something in your heart. And turn you against the church. You got drunk. 
Where's my pastor? I don't know who's my pastor. Because you're drunk. When you call anybody else in this church your pastor beside me, you're drunk. I'm drunk. You see, I'm a little bit drunk right there. You're drunk, you'll fall down. That's true. It's Jesus say that. Eat and drink with the drunkard. That's why people can't even sit down and hear an hour service. They're fidgety. But they can go home and watch TV all night. I bet you most of you go home tonight. Most of you. Not all. Maybe some. And you won't go to bed. You'll watch Olympics. There's nothing wrong with Olympics. If you come to church and have the right spirit. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day. When he's drunk. That means they're not looking. They're drunk. And in an hour. That he is not aware of. The last verse now. Says. Let's all read it. And shall cut him asunder. Before you know it. You don't love God anymore. You don't want to serve God anymore. You lost the fire. And 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 once you lost the fire. For and most preachers don't touch it. You know why? Because if they touch it. The people are oh, not going to deal with them. Because they won't come to church. They're already drunk. No. They're lost. You've got to reach out for them and spark the love of God once more in their heart. Somebody say amen. Before you know it, they'll be shouting and praising God and love the church and say, my God, thank God for the word. And shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I don't want that to happen to me or to you or to this church. We've come too far. So much has been invested just to see somebody come in and twist your mind. Where is your faith? Where is what you fought for? Where is what you worked for? This is your church. Somebody say, this is my church. Your church. Do you love your church? Will you fight for your church? Do you want your church? Or would you like to close the door and follow after some The scripture said in Isaiah, the zeal of the Lord had heated me up. You get zealous for the house of God, for the saints. When you look, people fool them. And they're just running down and drinking Kool-Aid. I say, stop. They won't even listen to you. They're drunk. This is the hour that we're living in when there's a lot eating and drinking with the drunkards. You won't talk to the pastor. They already know it. And that's why they're deceived. You should tell the devil, you are a liar. I love God. I love my church. Nobody can come between me and my church. And if you can't say that, you need to pray and ask God to touch you. When you get on your feet, you love the church, lift up the church. Don't lift up yourself. Don't run down your church or your pastor and you lift up your little self. Come on, sit down. And when you stand up, it's for Christ. It's time to serve the Lord. Let me tell you something. Because we lost it. When men used to preach all night. Pray all night. Was it, who was it? Jonathan Edwards was going to the 
was it to the Indians to, to reach him. He had tuberculosis, sick, and he got out there riding his horse, and he, and he was snow cold ice, and he was such a passion that he had for them. He got down in the, the cold ice, and he prayed until what? The ice melt around him. Hallelujah. That's men and women of fire and passion. Women like Corrie Ten Boom, she's dead now. We need some men and women with the fire. You need to get back the fire of God in your soul. You need to wake up. You remember one time the fire you had? But now you're dead. Because somebody took it from you. But you need to start. people. Come on, clap your hands. Shout. Get back your shout. Get it back. Get back your shout. Get it back. Get back your joy. Get it back. The devil has taken it away from you. Let's all stand and shout. Let's all stand up. Let's clap our hands. Let's all stand up and clap our hands. Come on, let's clap our hands. Let's all praise the Lord. Let's all praise Him. My God, it's time to get the fire of God back. Right, do you see that what I'm saying? You see, where's your fire? Where's your fire? Get it back. Come on, ask the Lord to give you back your fire. Ask the Lord, come on, to give you back your fire. Ask God to give you back your fire. You can let the world. You can let the world rob you of your fire. Let, let, let me say one or two more things. He's going to be back for church without spot. So he's personally. If the preachers won't do it. Revelation tells us he's personally going to wash. The church. Revelation 1. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins. In his blood. You know that? And that washing ain't going to be nice. You know, it's going to wash you and scrub and get everything out. That's what he's going to do. Because he loves us. He's not coming back for something like this. See, dead. Carnal. That's. No. It's a church that's of God in the heart. You know what that means? You got God on the inside. And nobody can take him from you. Nobody. You're not here thinking. What do you have to go home and eat? You don't have not. You don't worry about that carnal stuff. You want to eat the bread of life right now. 
Come on, church. You want to heat it right now. You've got to get to serving God. The world, let me tell you, the world can rob you. Material things can rob you of your joy until you end up. That's all the devil wants. The devil don't want your houses. He doesn't want your car. He doesn't want your money. He doesn't want another life. He doesn't. He just wants your soul. That's all he wants. He doesn't want. He only wants to stop you from the kingdom. Because he gives it to you because he knows it's going to pass away. So you ain't getting nothing. You take it, but you got nothing. And he robs you from entering in the kingdom of God. And a lot of us, we don't even fight. We don't even fight. We so let the devil just take it. Oh, I got a new car, so what? It's a piece of junk that's going to rust. I used to think that I had a lovely car. It may be low, but I don't remember the junkies out there. This means more. This message means more. You, you, you're going to have the love of God. You come to church and you want to say, Pastor, preach on. But instead of that, when is he going to stop? Oh God, something is wrong. The church need to get back. Amen. We need to get back where we love God. You feel God. You have God. And I know I got to go to work tomorrow. Yes. But you can have a joy in your soul that sometimes you get only a few hours sleep and you're stronger than the guys that get eight hours. Come on. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Could you receive the offering for us now? Please. You, you can sit down and receive the offering and you will be dismissed. But I want you to stir you. And you know, you're not, I know when you're reading the Bible, you cannot read the Bible often and don't have fire. Because that's what the Bible is, fire. And you never get the fire unless somebody preaches about the fire. Did you know that it's hard to warm up a church? When it's cold. Hard. When a heart is cold. But it's a job. Of the pastor to stir them. You get your eyes off Jesus. And you get it on things. I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. You have to pray. And, and read the Bible. And get your mind on God all the time in this age. You go a day or two or three, you're in trouble. I know. I get on my knees and pray as my wife. Most nights I sleep on my knees praying. And I have to fight. Fight to keep this church alive. So the devil don't deceive you and take you away. It's a war. And I hope that you'll go over the scripture tonight. What a scripture. Mark 13, St. Luke chapter 21. And I wanted to have gone to Ephesians 4 to show you. But I will 
this church can rise up to be a powerful church. Praise God, Marina, smile. Go ahead, dear. Father, we come before you, Lord, to thank you. We just give thanks, Lord, and humble ourselves at your mighty feet. 